everybody we are here at the kick spot here and this is a special version of kick spot um, if you're watching on YouTube you will see that there are a bunch of guests in the house and typically within our format we have questionnaires that happen with the new guest we're gonna have to save that for next time we apologize because we like to put them on the spot because we got too many people <laughs> we got too many people in the house here um, and we're just going to go right into it, and we're going to talk about the NBA 2.0 version. Back. And we are all excited about the NBA. Yes. Right? Can we introduce our special guest? Yes, we can. Uh, so we're going to go from the furthest away to the closest, and we've got the man in the house from all the way from Jakarta. He flew in just to do Did you say this. Jakarta? Jakarta. Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia. <laughs> Indonesia. We've got Henry in the house here. What's happening, guys? Thank you for having me. Henry. Henry. Appreciate it. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. And then uh, we've also got um, uh, the, the, the guy from the streets of Orange County here. Um, Orange County. Very, very far here. Um, uh, we're going to give a shout out to Vic. What's happening, y'all? Victor. Oh, Victor Gomez. <laughs> Victor Gomez. Victor Gomez. It's and pleasure. then uh, if you guys have been watching our past episode, you have seen this man. He goes by the name of... Franco. Scoochie, what's up? Oh, he's back, y'all. He's back. He's, he's back, back on another yo. NBA edition here. Oh, man. Um, and so we're going to go right into the NBA 2.0 version. What is that? So uh, recently uh, they've decided to open back the season with 22 teams invited into the bubble. Um, eight best records got to stay in the nicer hotel, right? And then yeah. the next eight got to stay in the medium, medium one. And then the sixth one, it's called the Yacht Club. It still sounds very, very nice. Yacht Club. Yeah. But the, the next six teams after that got to stay there. Uh, the rules there, three meals a day. On, and then on, on game day, they get four meals. Trainers, barbers, manicurists, pedicurists, and hair braiders are allowed in the bubble. Mm. But no pets. No pets. Unfortunately. Sounds like a 2K game. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> pets. Uh, the extracurricular activities available mm. in the facility here. Ping pong. Just, ping pong, just, okay. just no doubles. No doubles. No doubles. Okay. Uh, fishing, video games, golfing, and excursions to the animal kingdom. Oh, so yeah. can they use the? Can they use Disney World at all? No. Oh. They can't. Just the animal, animal kingdom. Obviously, they want to practice as much social distancing as possible. Mm. Uh, some strict guidelines that they have: mask worn at all times off the court. Uh, regular COVID testing, as we see uh, mm -hmm. online. Is that daily? Uh, daily. Oh, yes. Wow. Um, and a couple times throughout the day as well, too, depending on if you're going on the practice courts uh, or if you're not. Um, you can leave the bubble. but the For what reasons? But the strict rule is that... Um, actually, Williams. Actually, <laughs> they, uh, they didn't announce like that there has to be a specific rule. It's up yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. It's really uh, based off of you, but you'll have a mandatory 10-day quarantine. When you come right? So if you're, if you're an NBA player, obviously you're not going to want to go out. Yeah. Uh, if you're... Um, a coach, you can probably do whatever you want to. Um, <laughs> and then uh, teams will have seven courts to practice on. If you want extra practice, uh, it, it is on appointment base only. And the key thing I think is that players can actually view other players playing, which is pretty, uh, I, I think, I mean, if, if no, that's great, you know, if cool. you're yeah. like a guy like Kobe, I mean, like he would have been, yeah, half the Blazers you know, were watching yeah. the Clippers everybody, game everybody, mm -hmm. you know, um, so how, how the games work, each team plays eight seeding games over the next two weeks. 
If the eighth and ninth seed is four games of each other, they will play a play-in tournament game August 15th and 16th, and then the playoffs officially start on August 17th yeah. on Monday. So yep. we're excited yep. about that. Uh, but just right before the NBA um, uh, started, uh, I do want to bring up that um, if you're looking at the courts, there's uh, Black Lives Matter all over the court. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You got to see some of the jerseys, um, different names, different. Uh, uh, some mission statements in there. Different some statements. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you guys' thoughts on what the NBA is doing and what what, what are they representing? I think it's great. Um, you know, for you know, because with the NBA and the players, they have such a huge voice that is heard not only here in the U.S. but globally. It's it's the NBA has grown over within the last 20 years. Mm -hmm internationally and you have like you have a lot more european players now coming over mm. and the game is being played you know just in many other countries now so i think it's i think it's it's, it's they're using their power now of you know social media and by just you know using different variations variations of like names on their on their jerseys i think i think it's great mm. what, what are your thoughts franco um i agree i mean i think it's important especially with what's going on right now and how divided the country is um, very important for these guys to, yes, you're playing, but you don't want to take the focus away from what's happening in real life for some people, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's uh, uh, a key thing to keep that in mind. I know some big players chose not to do it. I think Kawhi, Braun, uh, I don't remember. Paul George. I think uh, Anthony Davis did Anthony as well. Davis. Right, but they have their own reasons and they have their own platforms that they're going to use. So um, keep doing what you're doing and, and obviously don't lose sight of what's important. Mm -hmm. So, Henry, in your opinion, um, could this go wrong? You know, there's obviously people that also don't support Black Lives Matter. Could this turn the other direction? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think this is a good starting point for uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think it's, it's just going gonna, gonna, to uh, take off and it's going to show the world that, hey, you know, this Black Lives Matter and... Um, just shows solidarity that everybody's in it together. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm just gonna add, yeah. if it goes wrong in the sense of, oh, it's gonna turn people off of watching the NBA or hating the NBA, you know what? We don't want those people watching. Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, this is the reason why we wanted to bring up this conversation and, you know, Gina was very passionate about bringing up this conversation. This is also why this league is the greatest league of all sports mm -hmm. and we have agree. the yeah. goat commissioner yep. shout out to adam silver sponsor us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um no in, in all seriousness he's able to not only understand the players in his league right but he's he's letting them express a lot of things and there was a little bit of, of a backlash when some players didn't agree with some of the statements in the back but i was thinking about it i was like NFL wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. MLB yeah. wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it, it, for, for Adam Silver to be able to give you a platform and, and let you kind of at least show a sense of, you know, support for whatever movement you want to believe in and put it on your back. I mean, that was completely huge, mm -hmm. you know? And, and what about the future of other leagues? What do you, because this obvious, I, in, in my opinion, it stemmed off from the NFL with Colin Kaepernick, obviously taking a knee. Yep. And then, you know, all hell broke loose um, with, with what, he, <laughs> what he was representing. Uh, with uh, police brutality and all that mm -hmm. too and then now you see the black Life, lives matter movement just growing really uh big but what about from now on um your opinions just open format of um 
what's going to happen with other leagues? Do you think they'll, they'll take that trend? or? I, I think, in my opinion, I think with, like, with the NBA, they're setting the new standard, I believe, going forward. You know, again, the NBA has grown so much from you know, how it first started um, you know, many years ago. Um, but I think in today's time, as Miggs mentioned, with Adam Silver, he's in tune with his with his players, with uh, you know, with like the team owners and with the league, and overall. just with the world, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think you know they are the example that uh, the other leagues should start yeah. kind of like modeling their their leagues after their organizations. Because if you look at you know, for example, for the MLB right now, you have half the roster of the Marlins who has COVID. <laughs> And obviously, you know, it's much easier to, you know, to put into a bubble with basketball players um, because we're able to play uh, the majority of their games for the rest of the season in one spot. But, you know, with MLB, they have to travel to other ballparks and teams have to, have to still travel. So, you know, I think, again, going back you know, to your question, I think the NBA is going to be like that new standard going forward, I believe. Obviously, there's still going to be some kinks that they have to work out. But I think overall, I think this is like a good starting point for the, for the other leagues to kind of keep notice on. Anybody else? Um, no, I agree. I mean, uh, he's setting the pace, uh, he being Adam Silver. Uh, he's setting the pace. Um, Roger Goodell, Rob Manfred, the other commissioners, you know, um, they have way too many scandals on their resume. Uh, but, you know, the owners are the ones that keep them there. And if you look at those sports, the owners have a lot more say. Where in the NBA, the owners work with their players for the most part, yeah. right? Um, and uh, the other thing is it just brings exposure to more uh, a bigger base by doing this. Whereas, you know, when Colin Kaepernick was doing it, there was still a lot of hate towards Black Lives Matter um, and people weren't really understanding what was going on uh, to African-Americans by way of the police or law enforcement, whatever. And now, unfortunately, with what happened with George Floyd, it's on a much bigger scale because more people are at home because of the pandemic, there's more exposure to it. and. Um, it's important to, as players and as a league, to make sure that they are doing their part uh, for society. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, my, my view is that I'm not exactly sure if um, soccer is still, or football um, around the world is still the number one sport, or if basketball took that over, but obviously this is um, the, the, the world sport, in my opinion, um, and, and it has expanded worldwide, so I'm glad to see that uh, they are taking a stance with something not just in America, but really just all around the world. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if I could just comment on that is in England, they started uh, kneeling before the matches, uh, the Premier League. Oh, uh, it's beautiful. And it's crazy because there's still a lot of racism there. Yeah. Uh, but they saw what was going on across the pond and they're like, that is horrible. Like, at least our cops aren't doing that. So, um, you know, not saying all cops are bad. Again, that's a whole different uh, thing. But other sports are in solidarity with what's going on here. And so they, you know, a lot of teams were kneeling, players were, uh, you know, uh, celebrating goals by raising the right fist. Mm -hmm. So uh, very important, uh, you know, uh, movement uh, as far as that, that goes. Yeah, cool. So cool. great leadership. Yep, yep. So now we're we're gonna get into uh -oh. the, the meat and potatoes of our topic <laughs> here, which is the NBA in itself. Um, obviously that was a good perspective to have, you know, appreciate that fellas. But now we're going to talk about the teams that are in the bubble, right? So currently we have how many? 22, 22. teams, yeah, right? 22. There's nine in the east, and then 13. there's 13 in the west. That 22, that's 22. Yes. Dang. So Good math. <laughs> right now, currently one of the hot topics of 
our NBA season is who is going to make the eighth seed. I mean, let's talk about the Wizards. I mean, I don't think John Wall's not playing. So if they make it, they make it. I don't think they'll catch Orlando, right? I don't, unless you guys have any thoughts on the Wizards. Well, Do you have I, any I, I think to like add on top of that, too, I think Bradley Beal isn't playing, yeah. as, yeah. as, as far as I remember. So that's two of their star players that aren't playing. That's, that's just, should we yeah. even go over about the Wizards? I mean, I don't Henry, no. Henry, any <laughs> need to, man. I mean, Do you have any thoughts, players? Henry? Do you have any thoughts? I mean, without those two star players, I don't think the Wizards can make it at all. I mean, okay. they got very young. Shabazz Napier, won't it make an impact? No, no? man. He, he's, <laughs> right, he goes like. he's, he's a good role player, in my opinion. Rui Hachimura? I like he's him. A rookie. I like, I mean, I, I like, I like Rui. Gino, he's what good, do you think of Rui? He can't. I like you know. Rui. It, that, that's a lot to put on the shoulders on a rookie. Yeah, yeah. that's um, facts. Absolutely. You know, that, yeah. that's a lot. But, you know, I mean, the Wizards have good complementary pieces there. They just need their roster. <laughs> they like, need the two healthy. people yeah. that are not yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah. Full strength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rui, great, great rookie, right? I think top rebounder as far as rookies are concerned, oh, mm-hmm. um, you know, before the pandemic hit. But... I don't think they're gonna catch the magic. I think the magic are still too stacked. So we'll 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 let the East be. But the bigger conversation and the debate will happen regarding the West. Regarding West the West eight seed, right? So who do we have on the eight seed right now, Henry? Who do we have? The Grizzlies. Okay, Franco. Who is buying in? Which other teams are buying in to, for that eight seed right now? Portland. Okay. Who else? Spurs. Okay. Um, Kings. Okay. Suns. And. Blanket on the last one. You're missing like the most important one. Oh, the Pelicans. One. Okay. <laughs> How do you miss Zion? You know? There we go. And obviously, that's a pretty tough. I think they're within um, four and a half to six games back from Memphis. Yeah. Right? And yesterday we had a game. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Today we had a game. It was Portland and Memphis today. And Portland ended up winning. Mm-hmm. So Memphis is a half game back. Also, Portland became a half, gained a half game on them, and then New Orleans lost yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Against the Jazz. Against the Jazz. Mm-hmm. So, first question, first debate. Vic, who do you think? Do you, oh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Do you think any of the five teams that are buying in for the eighth seed will knock off the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, as a Laker fan, it's hard for me to even say this, but I think it would be the Blazers. Mm. Um, the Blazers, you know, with the restart right now, they have all their players. They have Damian Lillard, they have McCollum, they just got back Nurkic, and they also got back Zach Collins. With the addition of oh, Trevor Ariza so. and Carmelo, which Carmelo slimmed down. Ariza, this, you know, Slim Melo. Oh, is Ariza yeah. still out? Oh, okay. Yeah, Ariza's out. I mean, but I mean, still, I mean, you still have your at least starting five right there. And that's, yeah, that's scary. If they're all firing on all their cylinders, I think that's a team to watch out for. All right. So bringing it into Franco. Franco, thoughts on the Pelicans making the eight seed and knocking off the Grizz? I'm sorry, JJ Reddick, but that's your streak is over. <laughs> oh, no. You guys know about that streak, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, 21 years, including yeah, 20, high school. No, 21 years. Oh, 21 years? High school, and college, and NBA. Wow. Combined. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's too hard. Um, bringing in Zion, trying to incorporate him in the offense and in the, in the scheme, plus he's on a minutes requirement, uh, a limit again, uh, I think it's very hard. Very oh. hard. And the, um, yeah, I don't think the Pelicans can do it. Okay. Blazers are back at full strength pretty much. And so, question to Henry. Out of, <laughs> out of the Kings, Spurs, and the Suns, 
who has the best chance out of the three teams that can knock off the Pelicans, Blazers, and the Grizz and will make it? That's a tough feat, but if just to play around, who out of that three teams at the bottom, who can make it? Who do you think? Oh man, I would just have to, to say around. I would have to say the Spurs. Yeah, right oh. answer. Pop. Right and pop. Spurs, okay, man. pop is a genius. What's the reason? What's pop, the reason? Man, pop is genius, man. I mean, if you look at his offense, it's just it flows so smooth, and he can always get the game under control. You know. But are you taking into consideration that they don't have Marcus Aldridge right now because he's out? That's a good point. That's a good but point to have. Yes, still actually. Still. I, th I think about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Marcus Aldridge, uh, I, I mean, think, is a. You got, you got Devin Booker with the Suns. I mean, that Stop. dude can light up any team right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. DeAndre Ayton was kind of cooking yeah. just during the scrimmages. Just saying. Yeah, the, yeah for the scrimmage. Yeah. No one cares. All right, JP. Do you think the the Grizzlies are gonna get knocked off the eighth seed? I do. Um, I actually believe Portland. Portland, Portland. Well. Yeah. will take them over. I don't think um, with Zion's restriction. Uh, I think they need Zion to be able to take the eighth seed. If Zion was playing more, I would say Pelicans. Do we think that Zion is going to play? You think Alvin Gentry is going to increase that minutes to like 20, 25? He's at 15 minutes. He was at 15 minutes yesterday. I think he should. I think he should. Yeah, I don't think, think he will. If they want a realistic yeah. shot, I think they should. I don't think he will, though. Just just looking at um, Zion's interview, you could tell that he wanted to play more. Mm -hmm. And he just, he's not talking bad about the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to say the wrong He didn't want to say anything yeah. bad, but you knew he wanted to play. And he just following instructions and they're looking for longevity mm -hmm. and they've got such a young young roster right now that they want to be able to you know fulfill that for the next few years exactly young so roster i don't think talent yeah i don't think that they're going to i think they have a chance for a championship in the future but i just i think portland will take it Exper just, experience as well too yeah. with dame i mean mm. i just can't i can't amount and they're from the pacific northwest i mean where my <laughs> oh. I mean, uh, sean kemp sonic's jersey they're the only the team house. you guys have left Come on, <laughs> yes so dame dollar all the way i'm i can't go against uh dame so i'm going with portland that's i mean that is that is a very again great input fellas that's that's a topic we can debate on for another two hours i think yours yeah, we, yours though what 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 do you have yeah oh for me mm -hmm. I, I'm going for I'm going for the Pels, and I'll I'll say why Ooh. I'll say why, not because it's JJ Redick streak going to continue. <laughs> That's not it. Even though I, I love JJ, um, I I think they just skill wise I, I think they have a better bench than Memphis. Um, I think shooting is better than Memphis. If Lon the the key is Lonzo to me. Yeah. If if Lonzo can average and shoot over forty five percent in just field goals, shoots over 37 percent in threes and i think he's at over 40 currently right on uh, three points with lonzo yeah he ended is I mean, he really at, yeah that, at, at that's, least, shocking. that's pretty high, that's shocking yeah. to me <laughs> so no or either he was at above 40 the last like 10 game stretch that he had I, before I, before the season before ended. the season came to a suspension he was doing really well with right. his three-point shooting i yeah. mean they have uh their favors they have uh uh jackson uh they, they have brandon ingram, brandon yeah. ingram. they have bi all-star um, that's the reason why, and they have JJ Reddy. They, that's the reason why Drew I think Holiday the Pels, but it's the Pels or Portland that's gonna knock off Memphis. Like Portland's, Portland, you got two All Stars pretty much. Just like what you guys said, they have all their bigs coming back. They're experiencing the playoffs. They're experiencing the playoffs. Yeah. They came to Western from Western Conference Finals last year. They were just hurt this year. Nurk is back, you know. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be fun to see. It's gonna be fun to watch, but that's gonna be that's gonna be a very very tough one. 
So going along with uh, this conversation, out of the East and West, who do you, which player do you think will have the most impact? Ooh, here we go. The most impact. Here we so, go. So Vic, I'm gonna start off with you. Uh, which, uh, for both East and West, that's gonna have the most impact. Well, again, I'm a Laker fan, diehard, so. <laughs> As much as I want to say LeBron, because LeBron is leading the team right now in assists, and he he's the motor for that team, you got to go with Anthony Davis. If he gets injured, that's going to put the Lakers at a very big loss as far as keeping up. Um, just that you know, after watching last night's game against the Clippers, go Lakers. Um, you know, it, it, you know, AD he put up like 34 points. Like he was a beast, and this was like the first game of the restart. Because Montrez so, wasn't playing. Yeah. So you got so you got AD in the <laughs> so West. I got AD in the West, East. and then in the East. Would you like me to remind you of the teams of the East? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I know my teams. That's how um, much confidence do, we have in the East. Do right we forget now. about the East? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the dark horse on this one. I'm gonna go with the Raptors with Pascal Siakam. Oh, that's a great. You know, because okay. obviously with the Raptors losing Kawhi one. to the Clippers, you know, Pascal really took that next step forward with the Raptors this season. And I think that you know, if the Raptors are gonna advance to where they want to be. Pascal's got he's got to show up and be that man as, as he's shown throughout the season. That's mm -hmm. a great one, bud. All right, Henry, your thoughts. What do you got in the East and the West? Let's see, let's go with the East first. I would say Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, okay. because without yep. Giannis, Bucks is just I think they're trash without Giannis. You I think they're trash? Oh, I don't know. Bro. Else they have other, oh, no. other than George Hill, who else? What? Yo, they have Middleton? a solid squad. Middleton? Yeah, Chris Middleton. He can't, he can't, he can't carry it. So if he's healthy and firing off, if he's as healthy, well. right? You got hey. Devin Chanzo. Yo, you got Brick Lopez in his threes. I mean, come on, yo, man. Put some respect. Put some respect, bro. It, uh, it's no. not it's not like LeBron back with the Cavs in 07 where if you took him out the, that team's trash <laughs> but with the Bucks man that, that's a solid squad all right, what, who all right so Henry you got you got Giannis, Giannis. even though you got Five trashed respect. about talking about the team <laughs> I'm just saying Giannis okay your choice and then uh West West I would have to say Kawhi okay I'm biased too but without Kawhi I feel like the 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 flow the the offensive flow is it's just off man you can't it's not under control. They're just playing street ball. They just don't have a set play. And I think they're just in disarray without Kawhi. So okay, okay. We need him there. All right. Okay. Franco, East first. East. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the big man in Philadelphia. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one, yeah. bro. Joel? The Sixers. Yes, Joel. Oh, the Sixers will only go as far as he takes them. Facts. Regardless of Ben Simmons. Facts. Um, you know, if he's going to show up, then he'll, be, he'll dictate. Facts. These next eight games will really dictate what Philadelphia does. Mm -hmm. They got to feed the big man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and in the West, I'm going to go with, um, I hate to say it, but PG-13. Mm. Um, he's been killing it in scrimmages. He killed it last night again. Um, and these next eight games, Kawhi's going to Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi's going to be Kawhi. Uh, it's going to be based on what Paul George does. Um, huh? And uh, if he can get that tag of in the playoffs, he doesn't come through then they'll go a long way. Okay. I like how I like how all you guys gave the players in the way and then when you guys spoke about their their impact, it, it's just crazy how my mindsets are just so different. Um because <laughs> I feel like some people thought like, you know, for the from the best teams and then um it's like who can really like out of that play that you don't have to be the best player of that team, but you know, who's going to make an impact for that team to win the championship? Mm -hmm. Like I love how you guys all put that together. Yeah. So, Thanks. Makes your thoughts. East, East first. Uh, 
I'm gonna go Jason Tatum, Boston Celtics. Mm, okay. Okay. That's a good one. Um, the only reason why I say that is because we, we've seen him grow, you know, the, the past couple of seasons. This was a breakout year for him. Yep. Um, he's got a supporting cast with Kemba, uh, Mark, we just saw Mark Smart hitting threes today, you know, um, if he can consistently do that. But I think he's the glue and he's the, the catalyst that can either take them to the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe have a shot of beating Milwaukee if they get there. But then again, you said Joel Embiid. I mean, that's that's tough, right? Like yeah. those two are, you know, but for, for me on the East, it's it's him. And then for the West, I'm not going to choose any from my squad, the Clippers. Um, I will say most impactful will be Russ. Like if, if Russ could finally get over the hump of playing with another superstar um, and how he plays off of James, um, we'll see how the Houston Rocket does, but I think I think Russ is gonna explode a little bit further than he's ever have okay. with James Harden with that explosive offense. I think he's gonna make the biggest impact on the West. What about you, oh, JP? I have Giannis for the East. Okay. Um, I, I just think that, I mean, he flopped during the playoffs, <laughs> um, but I think that puts a lot of pressure on him. I think he's he's learned from that, and as somebody that's a young talent um, that has so much potential right now, I mean, up for, up for debate on like just MVP caliber as well too, but mm -hmm. I just think that he's going to make the biggest impact because of his experience. And for the West, I also have Russell Westbrook. Oh, and okay. My logic behind this is is uh, based off the fans. Um, I think that when I watch the games, there are certain players that play off very, very well with crowd reactions. And without the reactions, there's a lot of players, I, I like, I'm biased to this too, like I think LeBron plays very well with fans. Mm -hmm. I think without fans, he's just kind of like a, he could, he's, he's a great player regardless, but he just has that extra oomph. Hmm. And, and someone like Westbrook, he doesn't need that. He yeah. just already has that mama mentality. And those players just, they it, regular pickup game, they're giving 100%, regardless yeah. of the fans. That's oh, a yeah. great perspective. And so, That's great. so Westbrook to me is, uh, I mean, I, out of all the players, I think he's going to make the biggest impact out of everybody just because he's just that type of player yeah. in his personality. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, no, I mean, great, great perspective, fellas. We're going to have a lot more topic to talk about. Um, but what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a short break. We're going to, the next part is going to be actually pretty amazing. We're going to have a kick spot NBA awards edition. It's our first annual. First mm. annual. Like this. Oh, that's right. Like this. NBA, NBA awards. awards. We're going to, they're, they're going to pick, they're going to pick two from each category. And then we're all going to vote to see who the winner is from the Kickspot episode of who we think is going to win those awards. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Stay tuned. All right. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. And we're back. <laughs> Part two of NBA Restart with the Kickspot with our host, co-host, L. Genu Park. I don't know why I said L. Like, <laughs> L. Genu. That's because L. Genu Park. Uh, but we have we have our boys. Uh, just a quick background. Uh, we all play in the same basketball squad. Uh, Genu is our. Um, I'm a sub. He's a he's our number one replacement when none of these guys show up. But we have oh, our <laughs> starting power forward, Vic Gomez. Thank you. Thank you. We have our sharp shooter over there, Franco Almeida. And we got 
like a Ranger Rondo. Are we talking about Curry or Celtics Rondo? Celtics Rondo. Celtics Rondo. We all know it's Celtics Rondo. Henry Johari. Mr. Hezzy, I would like to be called Mr. Hezzy. Mr. Hezzy. Yeah, Mr. Hezzy with the carry. Mr. Hezzy with the carry. That the refs don't see. Never gets cold. Yeah, never gets cold. But, um,. We're excited about this part because this part is actually going to be pretty, pretty dope because we are going to choose the winners of all these NBA awards that now they are televising. So we're going to have our own kickspot version of it. Nice. The first one that we are going to do is we are going to talk about and pick who the rookie of the year is for 2020, y'all. Yeah. So, so how this is going to work is uh, you guys are just going to pick two players. Not talk about the whys yet, but we're just picking two players first. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the whys after. Okay. Sounds good. Like a right. quick why. All right. So, Frank, we're going to start off with you. Rookie of the year, two. John Morant. Okay. And then Zion. Okay. Henry? Yeah, I got to go over the same one, man. John Morant and Zion. Vic? John Zion. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Who else? Yeah. Uh, we all had the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. So obviously Shocker. we have to pick a champion here. We got to pick a winner here. Uh, Let's do the whys first. Yeah. So Henry, your why on the reason? Uh, actually, which one would you pick first as, as the, the rookie. Uh, rookie of the year um, and why? Uh, this one's easy. I got to pick uh, John Morant as uh, my number one because he's made the most impact for the Grizzlies, and I personally haven't watched. I haven't watched Zion enough to see. What he can do, I mean, I mean, he, he played like what ten games, about ten to fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, that's yeah. fifteen games. So it's like it's a small sample size for me. So you know, that's why I picked Ja. Okay, uh, Vic. Uh, yeah, I agree as well, Ja. Um, you twenty know, games. I'm sorry, twenty games. He played twenty, 20 games. games. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have to pick Ja. Um, obviously, when Zion did debut, he had a monster debut. Uh, obviously, he wasn't in game shape fully yet. He was, you know, kind of testing the ropes, seeing how it was on the on the court. But with Jaw being consistent from day one, obviously, he was healthy to begin the season. He's the leader of that team right now as a rookie, which is, you know, definitely, you know, heavy to carry on your shoulders. And he's averaging, I believe, like 14 and seven right now as a rookie. Uh, uh, no, 17, six and three. Ooh, 17, six and three. That's even better it's than I better, thought. Yeah. Um, I mean, wow, he, he's electric to watch. He's dunking, assisting, shooting threes. 100%. Like, he's, he's everywhere. So my pick definitely is Jaw. Obviously, if Zion played the same amount of games, yeah. he could go with Zion. But for now, I'm sticking with Jaw. Thanks. I got Zion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. I got Zion. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to make the comparison, right? So Jaw, 17.6 points per game. Pretty solid. 0.3 blocks, 0.9 steals, 6.9 assists, so about seven assists a game. And then total rebounds, about three and a half, right? Shooting, uh, field goal-wise, 49%, actually pretty legit for a point guard. And then uh, three points, about 37%, could, couldn't improve. That's actually decent or bad now in the NBA, 37%. Normally, that's like the average. I think, I think, I think above 35% is it's, it's good. It's, it's still decent. good? Oh, yeah. still, okay, so that's decent. Um, and then he gets to the land about five times, okay? That's in 59 games, okay? I'm going to compare it to Zion. Zion's 20 games, all right? 59% field goals, 46% threes, even though he only shot a few. Um, and then free throws about 65%, uh, seven rebounds a game, half a block, 23.1 points per game in 20 games. If I'm going to go based off stats, I'm going to go Zion, 
However, I'm also going with Zion because if he played 56 games, if he wasn't hurt. But he didn't, though, so. That's, that's, no, that's part of my argument. That's part of my argument. I'm saying, like, part of my argument is I believe if he did, if 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 we're going to compress his, his statistics and his impact to the Pelicans, I think the Pelicans would have been higher on the seeding as well okay. if he played. Um, so that's why my vote, I'm not saying he's going to win, my vote is on Zion. Fellas, I got Ja as well with you guys, except for Migs. Um, <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I like players that I, I think there should be an underlying rule in the NBA where if you don't play a certain amount of games that you shouldn't be considered. I just don't think that's very fair for all the other players that have played throughout the season and showed some more statistics. Cause well, you can't help it, injury. Well, well, you can't, yeah. So you, you shouldn't be even up. Like, I understand how the NBA was deciding on if the Pelicans should, you know, play. Mm -hmm. and be considered the 20 uh, one of the 22nd teams and i'm sure a lot of people want to watch the uh, the pelicans and it's also a money maker for a lot of people but i would rather mm -hmm. have the award go to somebody that's worked um and played extra games or a lot more games than uh someone that hasn't so and just statistics i mean he's been consistently um you know doing well so i'm gonna go with ja so on that note our first award guys for rookie of the year goes to Ja Morant. Let's give it up for Ja, guys. All right. Ja Morant. Ja Morant. All right. So, number two, question number two, or debate number two, will be one of my favorite awards, Sixth Man of the Year, because we all know who that is going to go to. But Sixth Man of the Year. Uh, let's let's start with Vic on this one. Your top two of six Man. Top two of six Man. You know, I'm going to have to break uh, your rule about the top two because there's only one answer, and it's going to be Dennis Schroeder. Oh, my god! I say Dennis Schroeder. When you compare Get him, when you compare You're him, off the show. When you compare him <laughs> to Lou Williams. Lou, yeah, I mean, Lou Williams, he's always going to be a viable candidate for six, man. Like, no one's going to question that. But when you look at Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder <laughs> is playing starter minutes. He's carrying the team, helping carrying the team with Chris Paul in the fourth quarter when they're closing out games. He makes a much, I don't want to say much more impact because of the Thunder as who they are. Obviously, the Clippers are a stacked team. We all know that. But I'm, I'm going 100% with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, shown, he's shown tremendous growth from his playing days with the Atlanta Hawks when he was a starter to now. He's, he, he's disciplined. He's, you know, listening to his coach. And he's working cohesively with Chris Paul at the same time. I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. Okay. Franco? Uh, I'm gonna have to take the two LA boys, uh, and I think it's gonna be a tie. Oh, uh, you think so? I, I just, I don't see. They both bring so much of an imp They both bring so much of an impact uh, when and and help offload for Kawhi and and PG. Um, so yeah, uh, no, I'm not gonna change from what the predictions are by all the experts. <laughs> so you got Lou and Montreal. Go ahead, Henry. All right, for me, yeah, Lou Williams uh, and, and Montrez. Uh, Lou, Lou be, no, it's not being biased. But <laughs> Lou, Lou being the first, though, because I said it because without Lou Williams, I don't think Montrez can move around as, as well. Yeah. There's no pick and roll game for him. Oh, man, that's like number know? one. So that's why for me, Lou Williams is number one. Okay. JP? So I had two. I had Lou Williams, unfortunately. Um, Unfortunately, because I'm a Lakers fan, um, and then I also had Dennis Schroeder as well. Dennis Schroeder, okay. Um, there we go. But I also had him as number one, 
Um, out of the six men, uh, he's actually number one in points per game as well. So I wanted to put that in there as a sure, stab sure. to uh, the Clippers. And it usually goes to the guy scoring the most points. Huh? It usually goes to the guy scoring the most points. It's Usually. like a slim margin. It, it, it's, it's by yeah. one, though. It's like so by like point one. Yeah, yeah, Lou Williams has 18 I mean, points per it, game. If, if they really 19. wanted to kind of like nitpick at it, they could just go with Lou because the Clippers have a better overall record than, right. the, than the Thunder. But if you look at the Thunder, they weren't they weren't supposed to be a team even nope. in the playoffs yeah. this season. Nope. And with Chris Paul, you know, really being the, the floor general point. for Skill them. Point. And Skill point. with Schroeder, I mean, that, that's it's big. I mean, So you had, you had Dennis. I had mm-hmm. Dennis. You had two. I Lou. Lou. And Montrez. And Montrez, same. Same. Right there. Okay. And then. Yeah, the same. Biggs. My pick is Montrez. Oh, the, Montrez. Yeah. The, the, re- the reason Montrez is because, um, I mean, you can even argue that he could also go for most improved, right? At least top five most improved for the season. You know, um, you, could, you saw it from yesterday's game where when you have no active big, if you're a clipper, because let's be honest, Zubas is not really an active big like that. Trez just provides a different spark. He provides a different energy that we did not have yesterday. And just like Franco's point, it takes some of the load from Kawhi and from PG in order for them to move. I feel like PG did do his thing. I feel like Kawhi, you could tell at the end, he's a little bit short. He was a little bit tired. You could tell because the way LeBron played defense was perfect. But I feel like if, if you had your legs in you, you, you he, he just looked confused, right? I feel like if Montrez was there, it would have been a lot easier for, for a certain play to happen yesterday for, to get a better shot than the PG shot that we saw yesterday. Yep. So I think Montrez, also with the help of Lou Williams, you know, kind of elevating his game, I think I think he deserves it. But we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to be Lou, mad. Lou or Mon- Montrez? Montrez. Montrez, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's your, your pick? That's my pick. Just Montrez. your one pick. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So if I had to look at it, it's... Three Montrez, uh, two Lou Williams, two Dennis Schroeder. So we got to decide from either Dennis Schroeder or um, Lou Williams. No, yeah, no, Montrez. Well, yeah, he's he's already he's already one of the one of the people. That's three. Oh, I see. Oh, so yeah. buying for the second. Yeah, so the so second second spot, second oh, spot. Second Dennis Schroeder or Lou Williams. So well, I I think if I had to say I think Migs would be the tiebreaker because both you and I chose Dennis and they chose the Clippers, uh, essentially with, with Lou. Or I'm sorry, with Montrez. Montrez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, Lou. Lou, Lou. I'm going with Dennis still. Yeah, you're going with Dennis. I mean, so. So I'll have to go with Lou. Okay. So it's gonna be Montrez versus Lou. Who do you guys have? I got Trez. I got Lou. I got Lou. I got Lou. Uh, yeah. so I got Lou uh, as well. Hey, I mean, yeah, that's Lou, man. Congratulations, Lou. Congratulations, Lou Williams. Six man at the Kickspot NBA Awards. Make sure you go grab some of that chicken from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next award, uh, we have the Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh. Okay. This is this is a tricky. This is a tricky one okay, right here. So um, I actually have three, even though I think most people have two. But um, so I'm just gonna go with um, picking just one for you guys because you guys probably just have two, right? Okay, perfect. So Henry, we're gonna start off with you. I'm gonna have to go with Kawhi, man. I'm sorry, I'm I'm Kawhi. biased, oh, but man. it's true. Kawhi, right? oh. He's not even on mine, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. Let me rephrase that. We're gonna pick two because that just that threw me off guard really yeah. quick. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go with two. All right, Kawhi and uh, I'm just gonna pick one of the hat. Rudy Gobert. Okay. Rudy Gobert. Okay. Weak. Two, Rudy Gobert. Two years in a row. Rudy yeah. Gobert. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Giannis and AD. 
Okay. All right. Um, defensive wise, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Pat man. Bev. Oh, Pat Bev. Stop Come it. on, man. Okay. Uh, Pat I would. I man. would say uh, Giannis and Gobert as well. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, AD and Giannis for me. AD go. and Giannis. Yeah. Okay. So I had I had all three technically. Giannis, uh, Davis, and then Gobert. Gobert. Uh, but if I had to pick between the two, I'd say uh, Davis and Giannis. Yeah. So what do the scores look like on this one? It's all over the place. So who picked Giannis? I picked Giannis, Giannis yeah. and AD. AD okay. and Giannis. And I had Gobert. 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 Yeah. Okay, so it would be <laughs> Davis and, and Giannis. Yeah. That's what we're voting Yeah. On. Okay, so, so you guys have to choose one out of the two. So Vic? Uh, I'm going with Giannis. Yep. Ranko? AD. Giannis. Ken. Giannis. Oh, 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 oh. Like you guys never gave the why. Oh, fine. Giannis. <laughs> Giannis. Okay. <laughs> why why are we giving it to Giannis? I mean, what's his stats? Let's look at his stats right now. Giannis stats. Why one, one block block per game versus uh Davis's two point four blocks per game. Okay. Um opponent uh field goal percentage, thirty six percent with Giannis. And opponent field goal percentage with Davis, 39%. Mm. So Giannis a little bit better. No, he's averaging two blocks a game. Greek freakers. And steals per game. 2.0 blocks and 2.0 steals per game. Per 100 possession. Yeah. possession. Giannis is all over the floor. I mean, he's definitely made strides in, you know, each year that he's been in the league. And obviously, um, when he got the challenge from, you know, the late Mamba, uh, I think that that's where he really, really started to elevate his game. From that point going to now, as the reigning MVP, I mean, it's hard to even say you can't even consider him for both right now with him as a current reigning MVP and potentially the defensive player of the year. Um, for me, it's AD, hands down. Uh, he dictates uh, how the Lakers um, start games and finish games. Um, I know there's a lot of focus on LeBron, especially last night, switching, uh, playing on Kawhi. Uh, last possession, switching between Kawhi and um, pressuring uh, PG. But um, I think LeBron is on because he knows he can take those gambles with AD playing in, in the paint. You know, I know we got bigs all over, yeah. uh, but it, it's AD always dictates how the games are going to go. So to me, hands down, I don't care about stats. It's more um, what ends the up impact. happening throughout the game. The impact yeah, you have on the, the impact game. Of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, bo both teams have size. Yep. That's a, yeah. That's that's is so tough. Yeah. So I, cause Cause I, you I could have said the brothers, same thing. The Bucks. I could have said the same thing White about, about uh, Giannis. Yeah. Henry. Well, yeah. For me, it's Giannis because uh, you know there's with him on the on the floor. There's a lot of activities in the in the paint. So you know there's a lot of ball deflection. There's more uh, 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 challenging shots. So I think it's just with him on the floor, the defense is a lot better. Mm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, so 100%. we're going to give the award to Giannis under the Goombo. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to botch right? it. I did not want to botch it. I remember when that used to be somebody's password and I couldn't even do it. <laughs> so that's horrible. All right, moving on to Coach of the Year. Ooh, that's a year. good one. Coach too. of the Year. So do we want to pick two or three? I'm going to pick one. You're going to pick one? Okay, let's go with two then. Just go with two. Okay. Go with two. All right. Okay. So Henry, we're gonna start off with you. Mm. All right. First one would be Nick Nurse. 
Okay, that's a good. The rappers. Yeah. Nurse yeah. would be number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And second one, Harry Stotts. Harry Stotts for with the, for the Blazers. Oh, the Blazers. Bla- yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> for a team that's struggling to get into the playoffs, Yo, but, they but, are, but but he's doing a lot better than what most people predicted. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always going to be considered each year because no, 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 I respect, I respect it. I, I'm agreeing with you. I, it's not that I don't respect it. I just didn't think that name was ever going to come up for, for this for this award. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because how do you go from Western Conference Finals to number nine? Yeah. That's what's my oh, argument. Injuries, there. injuries, oh, injuries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's okay. It's okay, Henry. <laughs> Henry's a little nervous on the show. It's his first time here. No. So, <laughs> get him sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Get him breathe. So, oh, Franco. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I don't like him, but he's done a good job this year. Billy Donovan. Oh, okay. Yeah, Oklahoma. Uh, oh, and I, I'm watching him right now. Um, I'm blanking on his name to coach for Dallas. Oh, Bruce Carlisle. Uh, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Oh, Rick, Car- Rick, Rick Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah, those are my two. Okay. Okay, um, for mine, I'm going to go in a little, you know, in the dark. I'm going to go with the Pacers coach, Nate McMillan. Oh, oh that's oh, a good that's one. A good, I like that, you that's know, a good pick. The Pacers, hey, can't go wrong with that team. That's a good uh, So, Nate McMillan on the east, on the west, uh, I'm going to go with Carlisle as well. Um, he's, I think he's done a fantastic job with that squad that he has. Okay. okay. Nick Nurse, I don't yeah. think anybody else. The only reason why is because no nobody thought after Kawhi left that Toronto would be top three yeah. in the East. That is the biggest reason why he gets my vote and only vote if I get to vote in the NBA. Nick Nurse. Yeah. Okay. So I had I had two as well. I had Nick Nurse. It's one of the same same exact reason after Kawhi and then um, who was who else was it? Danny Green. Danny Green. Danny who, Green. Who, else, who else left? Danny Green left. Danny, Danny Green, Green left. left. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, thought you meant like the uh, coach. No, 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 no. Uh, so I mean, I I didn't think that they were even get, gonna get that far, um, mm-hmm. actually. So Nick Nurse, um, and then also Mike Budenholzer, Bucks mm-hmm. for the Bucks. I think the way that he changed the game with like his style in the in the team that he had, he he works a lot around Giannis, and I think that's pretty smart smart mm-hmm. to do so I'm you're right because with, with the modern nba just shooting threes and stuff yeah. like it's it's hard to kind of build around Giannis, and if you could figure that out which i feel like he has that's a pretty good yeah. argument yeah so i think overall though we're just gonna have to use uh nick nurse right? yeah. yeah nick, nick nurse. nurse nick nurse yeah nick nurse. Congratulations. congratulations congratulations coach nick nurse did he win last year i believe he i, I believe he won within the last three years yeah. i want to yeah. say it's yeah. okay and then uh most improved most improved Ooh, award that's here. That's a good one. Uh, two. We got to pick two. two? Yeah, okay. it's going to be. I have three, but we're going to pick two here. Uh, Franco, we're going to start off with you. Uh, Biombo. Bismack? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, come on, yo. Wait, I just want to clarify. Bismack Biombo? <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to clarify, too. Okay. We, we know how, uh, we know how Vic, Vic feels about that. <laughs> I want to know what. That's what I was going to say. Is that dude even playing? You mean Bam Adebayo? Bam Adebayo. Oh, that's why I had a question, you, my dude. I was like, Bismack. I was like, oh, no. Is he for real? My bad, my bad. Okay, so Bam. So Bam, Bam. And, um, man, who else? I guess I'll go with Trez. Okay. Okay. For most improved. All right, Vic. Okay. For uh, for most improved, I'm going to go with Brandon Ingram and Jason Tatum. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Henry? Bam. And Jason Tatum. Bam and Jason Tatum. Okay. Okay. I have... Uh, Go ahead. Bam. Bam, Bam. Uh-huh. And uh, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Okay. 
And also, I, I had Luka Doncic in there as well. I you can't go wrong with that either. I, yeah. I mean, mine was Bi and Luka. Like mine was Bi and Luka. Yeah. yeah. So how how do the so how many voted for Bam? We heard a few yeah. Bams in there. Yeah. There's three. Yeah. Three. And then I, and then we had, and, and then we had Bi for three. Bi for three. Because oh, I think so I, Bam and Bi. Yeah, because Luka only had two. It was you and Mix, or uh, you and Henry. Okay. Okay. So voting between Bam and Brandon and Ingram. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go, Migs. We're gonna start with you. I got Bi. Okay, Bi. Okay, Bi. Bam, Bam, Bam. Oh my gosh, oh. dude! Congratulations, nice. Bam. <laughs> and Biz- and, that, that's a hard and, one. And Bismack. And Bismack. <laughs> <laughs> he came out of nowhere. I know, oh, sneaking man. up in the race. I no, see. No, but but Bam does have, I think, the most votes currently before the pandemic happened. On getting the sixth man, and then I think Bi was number two. Mm. I mean, yeah. and with Bam, that dude's everywhere. That, yeah, that's your starting center, and he's out here guarding point guards at times. Like yeah, he's Bam. definitely grown um, since his rookie year for sure. Yeah. Great, great player right there. The most controversial award here, MVP, Ooh. most mm. valuable oh, player. Here we go. I, I'm gonna have you guys actually uh, pick three One. players. Just three. three we're gonna I do three. No, I got you. Three. Three. Okay. So, um, Franco, we're going to start off with you again. Yeah. Three MVP candidates. Bismack. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say Bismack. Bismack. Never going to let that go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Giannis, of course, as a yeah, uh, top candidate. Um, LeBron. LeBron And uh, Harden. Okay. Okay, mm. Henry? Yeah, I just shake my head. Uh, as much as I had to say it, uh, LeBron. Okay. Uh, Giannis. Okay. And Kawhi. Okay. Man, Kawhi's everywhere in your heart. Yeah, I'm a Clipper yeah, fan yeah. over here, man. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up and go Migs. Uh, one, two, three. Giannis, LeBron, Luca. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Okay, Vic. How did you read my mind? I had that exact same three in that order. <laughs> wow. <laughs> had that exact same three. Y'all slipped okay. notes back. Mm, <laughs> You guys sitting next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I had the same as Franco. I also had James Harden in there as my third pick. Uh, LeBron and Giannis as well. So it looks like we got to, you know, obviously the two, LeBron and Giannis. So it's tough. Um, Migs, I'm going to switch it up again and go with you first. Giannis all day. And why? Yeah, I mean, he's going to... Is he going to be? The, no, he's not going to be the first defensive and MVP like winner, right? No, Some, J- Jordan's done it before. Done that, yeah. Jordan's done it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll just be Jordan and him. I think it's, that's going to be a great feat, and I think it's well-deserved. Bucks are number one um, in the NBA. Uh, defensive stats, I mean, it's, you know, compared to who else was our defensive player of, of the year earlier? Rudy Gobert. 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 Was that our second one? Or Davis. Davis. Anthony, yeah, I mean, you know, Anthony Davis is the closest as far as Giannis's numbers, uh, but as far as most valuable player on a team, definitely we made that argument earlier. If you take out Giannis out of the team, they will still make the playoffs, but they will probably be number six or seven, right? Uh, but that's a big loss having your number one guy like that. Uh, he has the highest player efficiency rating of thirty-one point one in the NBA currently, um, coming into the bubble. So that is why he's my pick. All right, Vic. Uh, as a Laker fan, I I so want to choose LeBron, but I think it's gonna be honest. Like to be to be real, um, 
you know, he's already right now the reigning MVP. He's, you know, leading his team and, and the, with the best overall record in the NBA. Um, you take him out, you know, again, the team, that team would make the playoffs still in the East, but they're not going to be the same without him. You take LeBron out of, of the Lakers, the team, you know, it, it, it'll still be Carabae AD, but chances of them making the playoffs, it, it could be even lower. But still kind of going back to what you were saying, Franco, with like overall impact of the game. Giannis makes a way bigger impact, even though LeBron being age 35 and, you know, in his, I think, 17th or 18th season now, uh, he's leading the league in assists. That's hard. You know, that's hard to do as a as a point forward now that he's considered because he plays power forward. Um, but I, I still have to go with the sure file, which I believe is Giannis. All right. So, so far, two for Giannis and uh, zero for LeBron. So, Franco? Um, I'm going to stop you right there. Ooh. I was talking about Giannis defensively. And that's where I draw the line. Uh, for me, it's LeBron. Um, Lebr LeBron slipping in hashtag defense. Hashtag Wash King. Hashtag comeback season. Okay. Hashtag revenge season. I mean, the dude took so much criticism. And to be playing at this level at 35, who's done yeah. it? No, done okay, it? good. That's a good point. So, I mean, it, it, it's it, what he means for the Lakers. And uh, this is, I know he's, he has a legacy to protect, but, you know, he could have just handed the keys to Anthony Davis and be like, here, dude. You take it over. He hasn't done that. Mm. He still di dictates every game. He still uh, manages the offense, you know, running the point. Uh, to me, it's LeBron, hands down. All right. Especially, he stepped it up at the last um, few games before the the shutdown. Yeah. Two to one. Uh, Giannis still. Henry? For me, it's Giannis. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. surprised you didn't sneak in that Kawhi. <laughs> I thought about it, but... Uh, no, uh, just like Mick said, you know, if you take out Giannis out of the equation, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, at best, they'll be like at, at sixth seed or fifth seed. So, you know, the, he made a, he makes a huge impact for the Bucks team. And uh, without him, I think the Bucks would just be lost, man, honestly. You know, and he added the three ball. He added the three ball. Still added the three ball. Yeah, still, still working on it. Ball, but, you know, bro. Mm. Yeah. All right, JP. So I actually had LeBron. Okay, um, tell us. Tell I, I think Giannis will win regardless, but um, the reason why I would want LeBron to win is because I think if you look beyond MVP, you, you, I mean, even even the name MVP, most valuable player, he's, he's valuable in the organization. Um, he's probably one of the best recruiters. Um, it, as far as for a basketball player to recruit Anthony Davis and all these players over, he has a great Tampering. relationship with a lot of these players. And... It, it's, it was hard for uh, Lakers to find, like, you know, they had to give up so many players just to get Anthony Davis, but also it took LeBron uh, behind closed doors. I mean, that's what I'm guaranteeing, yeah. that just the conversations about winning a championship and creating that vision. Giannis, uh, he, he doesn't have that leadership yet, and I like LeBron's uh, leadership, mm. and that comes with age. Mm. That comes with age, and mm. that comes with, um, you know, experience. So as far as for MVP, when you look at that name, I'm going to have to say LeBron. Um, mm. I still think Giannis is going to win it, though. All right, so uh, yeah, overall three MVP, 3-2. to two. Congratulations. Giannis. I said that combo. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. Did I say that right? Yes, and <laughs> congratulations to all the NBA players that won our Kicks by right. NBA <laughs> awards and also the coach uh, as well. Um, yeah, 
Uh, great job uh, so far in the season, and we look forward to seeing you guys kill it and winning your separate awards in the NBA. Ours is a little bit better than the actual NBA. Yes. <laughs> and so I just want to bring that Shout up. Out. Shout out to Bismack Beyond though and uh, Terry Stotts. There you go. Uh, so when we come back, uh, our last segment here in the NBA 2.0 uh, is uh, talking about who is going to win the 2020 NBA Woo! championship. So it's going to be a mouthful here. So when we come back, we're going to talk about All who's actually going to win. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. Welcome back to the show. Part three of our NBA bubble season episode with our Brodies here. What's our team name again? On our ABN? Team name? Uh, Blackout. Blackout. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, we oh haven't played it so long. I mean, to oh your credit, gosh. it has been that long since we last played. So <laughs> I just blacked out, bro. He's been self quarantining for a long time. <laughs> but um, we just had a topic on, we just had several topics, actually. Part one, we talked about um, just the NBA bubble itself and uh, the 22 teams that are in the bubble currently. Part two, we spoke about. Our NBA Kickspot Awards. Yes, sir. The most important awards mm-hmm. instead of the regular NBA awards. That's right. That's right. Kickspot Kick NBA spot awards. NBA awards. This is where first you annual. Guys, yeah. This is annual. when NBA players know they made it. Yes. <laughs> so uh, that's true. Very exciting stuff for all the NBA players. Congratulations. Yeah. And, and I just, Coach Nick Nurse. Coach Nick Nurse. I want to give a shout out to Bismack Biyombo. And if you don't know what why we're laughing, listen to episode two. Yeah, you'll you'll and see you'll why. You'll see why. Uh, but uh, we are going to have a very, very heated discussion in this third part because we will be picking who will win this year's most coveted championship in all of sports, the NBA championship. Hey, hey. Okay, so this is how it's going to work. Uh, we're going to first decide on the top two teams you think uh, will make the... One from the east, one from the west. One from the east, from the west. Uh, but just the top two teams. We're going to discuss those two teams. Let's not be biased, okay? Yeah. So we're going to just take a, take a minute increment. So on the East, we're just going to talk about the two teams first. And then you guys are going to give the reasons why after. Okay. So, uh, Franco, on the East, top two teams. No wise. Top two teams. My top two are Sixers and Milwaukee. Sixers mm. and Milwaukee. I saw a few little face scrunches when you said those two teams. Um, so, Henry, two teams. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Sixers and Milwaukee. Oh, oh I, you were one of the people yeah. that had the face scrunch. I don't know what that was. Uh, that was just scrunching it for a reason. That was, I see you backing up the homie, yeah, bro. Come that was on, misleading. Man. Yeah, passing on notes over there, sitting oh, next yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah, okay. Hit me with this right now. <laughs> Where's the cash? Where's the cash? <laughs> all right, Vic. Oh, two. All right, I'm going to go with the Bucks, and I'm going to go with the Celtics. Okay. Mm. Shocker. Says okay. who said the 76ers. Okay. Oof. And then my co-host here, Migs. <laughs> uh, I got the Bucks and Philly for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got the Bucks and the Raptors. Oh, I respect wow. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The Bucks okay. and the Raptors okay. there. Okay. okay. At least you okay. actually chose some teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so a few little oohs on the, the teams that Franco and Henry picked. So... Henry, we're going to start off with you. What's your valid reason why um, you chose those two teams? Well, the Bucks, they, they lost in the Eastern Conference final right last year. So I think this is going to be their revenge season. And they're going to try their hardest to make it to, to the championship this year. 
Mm -hmm. And um, for my second team, I picked the Sixers because uh, you know, Ben Simmons improved a lot and Joel Embiid looked really healthy. And I think he can take the team all the way to the Eastern Conference final. Hmm. Hmm. Franco. Um, I mean, the Bucks throughout the season, the consistency, number one, blowing out teams, uh, reminiscent of how the Warriors would trash teams through three quarters and then sit the stars, right? So the Bucks, really good. Um, I can't argue really with their consistency. I picked Philly because uh, Embiid, um, a focused Embiid is unstoppable for me. I think he could easily bowl over the Celtics. Um, it, it depends on the road for each team, but I really think uh, going down to the Eastern Conference Finals, Embiid's going to be on, and mm. he feeds. He he's one of those guys that doesn't need a crowd. He feeds off of individual beefs with players, so he could use that to be his motivation uh, throughout the playoffs. Okay, Vic, I see you. You know, you know, kind of like. I mean, I'm, there. I'm, you, I'm you just got, saying. You, you know, got you're, your over here, you're over here talking, trying to make a statement about the Sixers, and you know, ever since they lost uh, Butler, that team has not been the same. Uh, you're over here incorporating Al Horford, who was looking like a shell of himself when he was with the Celtics. And you have Tobias Harris, who is still, I'm going to say right now, he's still a ball stopper mm -hmm. on offense. Um, but, you know, regardless, I respect you, both of you guys' you know, decisions on that. So um, your two teams are who? So my, my two teams are with the Bucks and the Celtics. Celtics. Why did uh, you choose the Celtics? So I chose the Celtics. Even though I'm a Laker fan, I don't like the Celtics. Never rooted for the Celtics. However, I respect who they are as a team and an organization. Um, you have two up-and-coming players, and where one is really elevated this game this season with Tatum. But you have Tatum, you have Jalen Brown, who is motivated, who's playing really well. Um, you have Marcus Smart, who's your lockdown defensive player. The, the only thing I will say that it, the only thing that they really have going against them right now is that center spot. Since they did lose Al Horford, it hasn't been the same. They've been trying to plug in players there with, with Daniel uh, uh, Tice and with uh, Ennis Cantor as um, you know as filling center players roles it's just not the same it's not the same and I, I also believe too that they lost Aaron uh, Baines and he would have been a really good uh, center that they should have kept because he's he's I think right now he's with the Suns and he's balling with them so that's the only one thing I will say that is going against the Celtics right now is that center spot. But otherwise, offensively with Kemba, if he's firing on all cylinders, you have Tatum playing at his level that he's playing right now, and you have Jalen Brown who's still improving his game. Uh, that's a that's a that's a tough team to beat. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, though, I do think it's going to be the Bucks on that East side. Uh, Bucks, they're, they're they're coming for it. Um, that was a painful loss that they had uh, last last season. And uh, you know, it, I'm pretty sure it left a nasty taste in the players' mouths. Um, but with, with, the with the motivated and reigning MVP of Giannis, and you have that supporting cast that has gotten even better with that three ball by adding uh, Corver. You have Brooke Lopez, who's still playing really well. And they also brought in his brother, Robin, to help with rebounding. And he's now shooting threes. That's a dangerous team. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Migs. Um, you, who are the two? Bucks and, uh, Bucks and Philly. Philly. We're yeah. going to talk about Philly. What, why did you choose Philly in the mix out of all the other ones? Uh, same reason why Franco chose Joel Embiid. I mean, uh, he's like the, the new age Shaq. If he can just, you know, find it in him to stop being a baby. Mm -hmm. um, but great sporting cast. Uh, ben Simmons, if he does start shooting threes, that's a very, very dangerous piece right there. If Tobias just plays like Tobias, that's great. Jason Richardson picks it up a little bit. That's all you need. They have this kid, his name is Matisse Thibel, 
And I think you guys will be hearing that name a lot more during this eight games before the playoffs. And you'll hear it more during the playoffs. I saw all four scrimmages that they played. He was everywhere. And we all know we have this thing that, you know, defense wins championship. Matisse Thybulle is going to be your next Andre Iguodala. Like, and, and I'm telling you, Matisse Thybulle is going to be that piece for championship teams if he stays with the Sixers and he develops correctly during this time and this playoffs, you can you can bet on the Sixers playing the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's a toss-up for me at that point. Bucks, I don't really have to say much. He pretty much said it all. Um, and I was just looking at their stats. Uh, number one on points per game. Number uh, number one on total rebounds per game at 50, 51 a game. Number three of blocks per game. Lakers were number one on blocks, by the way. Uh, number... 16 on three-point percentages, but they do take the, the fourth most three-point attempts. Uh, and they are the number number one two-point percentage field goal just because of Giannis. And they are, let's see, number one in defensive rebounds. So, I mean, that's stats-wise, like, they're, they're, they're a squad squad. I also just want to say really quickly, uh, Jason Richardson hasn't played for the Sixers Josh in years. Richardson. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you meant Josh, to say Josh. Josh. Oh, I mean. But I respect that pick. Biz Mac Biombo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that first. Um, so I'm not going to go over the Bucks. Um, I'm just going to give the reasons why I chose the Raptors. Um, when I view the Raptors, I, I think of the old school Spurs teams. Um, I just think that overall wise, some, some uh, teams need like that start player. To really perform in order for them to win championships and when i look at the raptors and the old school spurs they didn't really need any of that they were really all about passing the ball around um and making the right plays. wait so you didn't think tim duncan was like a I, no i, I, I do tony think, parker I, I do think i, I do think okay. that but it's not like it's not like you like lakers with kobe it's not i mean he's like that one guy you know that, the alpha yeah the alpha tim duncan mvp i'm just saying if you had to compare alpha yeah if you had to compare like, oh, like an alpha, they, were, alpha like they were willing to give the ball for to somebody else as long as the play was right right uh someone like kobe would be like hey just give me the ball yeah. and i'm gonna uh, make okay, things yeah, happen and, rebound, and that's what i think about the raptors the raptors play unselfish basketball they just pass the ball around make nick nurse i mean he, he obviously great coach and he just um makes the right calls and hence the reason why they won a championship and um Kawhi also helped also in that too but I just think to be able to take them uh, this far with those players gone, I mean, I think he did an excellent job, and that's the reason why I, I have him um, as my number two. But I think ultimately, do we have a disagreement on on the East, the Bucks winning the East? No, no I think I think it's pretty solid. Okay, so so Bucks winning the East, I think we're gonna have much more of a de debate on the West. So I want to give some time for that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, two thirds um, of our time to the West. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there is a reason why there's 13 teams on the West and nine uh, teams on the East that got invited. So um, we're just we're going to do the same thing. Top two teams uh, really, really quick. So, Henry, start off with you. Clippers, Lakers. Okay. Lakers first, then the Clippers. Okay. I agree. Lakers, Clippers. Clippers. Lakers. Okay, so Lakers, Clippers. So <laughs> I think uh, I think that that is unanimous that we were going to pick that. Um Oh, hold on. Let, can we talk about who's your dark horse pick? Oh, thank let you. I was waiting for this. Let, let, let's, let, let, let's, let's, just, let's just give it up. Like, who's your dark horse pick out of? My dark horse is going to be the Mavs. Just saying. That's my dark okay, horse. Okay, let's be real. You, but got, okay, the you Mavs. got Luka. Mm, I'm just saying. That, okay. That's an MVP player right yeah, there, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Mavs. Thank you. <laughs> Henry? 
ไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไม่ต้องไ
Um, for Anthony Davis. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then besides those two, um, you know, they have they have the supporting cast that they need. They have the shooters out there. They just got to show up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, if Dwight shows up mm-hmm. in, in the playoffs and he's motivated as the old Dwight as well, he could be a, he can be a monster on that team. You know, obviously JaVale is starting on that team. He's out here now shooting threes a little bit. But, I mean, Dwight, you can't count out the former def- defensive player of the year, even at this stage in his career. When he's healthy, motivated, he has his, his mindset, like, on the right track, that's a hard man to stop. Mm. And then with the, with the new two additions of uh, Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith, you know, J.R. hasn't played in almost two years. So, you know, there's some rust that he still needs to shake off. But Dion from last night's game, watching uh, the restart of the season, he looked pretty good. He, you know, he's a guy who, who can create his own shot. He's young, so like you know, you don't have to worry about you know wearing him down in the minutes. And the one thing is, he drives. You know, he's not scared of the contact. He can finish at the rim. Um, I mean, the only thing that's lacking against him is defense. But on that team, you just need shooters. You have your bigs that can you know that can bring the defense. Okay. So um, Henry, um, I'm guessing you're going to pick the Clippers. So I want you to uh, defend that crown well, for your team. I think Clippers just have a better bench than the. The Lakers, they can, you know, they can. I think their offense is just a lot better, and they're, you know, they, you got what, Jermichael Green, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell, even Pat Pat. I would, I would even consider Pat Pat to be a, a, a viable option for the power forward position from the bench. So, I just think they have more firepower and defensive, defensively, I think they're just a little better than the Lakers' bench because starters not gonna win the game, right? Not just starters. Mm. You gotta bring in the bench too, so. Take into consideration for the bench. Okay. Yeah. Franco, I'm guessing you're going for your team. Number one, respect history and respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all joking aside, um, uh, I'd pick the Lakers for the same reason I would pick LeBron, um, Giannis in the East. Uh, Giannis was embarrassed last year by Kawhi, so he's using that as motivation. LeBron is using all the talk that we heard of last year as motivation. Um, I agree with everything Vic said about the new pieces. Uh, you're forgetting one big piece, playoff Rondo. Uh, that's something to be reckoned with. Um, There's still some hesitation on the Rondo, though. You know, just five, to, five points, just say. 15 assists. Um, that was, what, three years ago? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. With the I'm Bulls, being he did really good. With uh, New Orleans, he did you, really good. Um, he, he was good with New Orleans, but the thing is, too, he had the ball in his hands majority of that time right, right. you know he doesn't have that that leisure with and, and that takes me to my next point why not the clippers for me there's only one ball and when uh playoffs start everything just gets tighter defenses get tighter the game gets slower everything every decision has a big impact on the the rest of the game so um you know you might still get trez and lou to score 20 points here and there but uh, the consistency i don't think is going to be there when Kawhi needs to get going, or PG-13 needs to get going. Whereas with the Lakers, it's easy. You could just LeBron let LeBron do what he does, and then if he needs to rely on AD, AD will come through. And I think that uh, motivation is a huge, huge piece of why we're going to see LeBron versus Giannis. Okay. No, go ahead. Go, go into my co-host, <laughs> No, go ahead. No, you go. You no, go. I'm going to end it. No, <laughs> no, you go. You go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mix. Um, obviously, I'm going to pick the Clippers. Uh, only reason, so I'm gonna touch on what Franco just mentioned as far as like the playoffs slowing down and tying things up, right? Um, you're right. And, and when you talk about defense, you have four guys on the Clippers that are in the first and second all defensive team 
NBA. Kawhi, PG, Pat Bev, and you have Montrez Harrell. You're talking about present day or in the past? Present day and past. I think I think Trez is gonna be their second team at least this year. At mm. least second team. Mm. At least. I could bet on that. Ten dollars. Right? <laughs> Ten dollars each y'all. Alright. So defensively, I think we're we're way better. Um, adding Marcus Morris, I don't think really helped. But um, if Vakazubas, like if, if he steps it up, you know, Landry Shamit, if he could just make threes, not like yesterday. Oh, and I feel like he will make threes. We are a better three-point shooting team than the Lakers. Granted, you guys did pick up Swish and you guys did pick up Philly Cheese, you know, which will add to the percentages because you guys are ranked 18th before this bubble season started and we were ranked ninth on three-point percentages. Uh, rebounding, you guys, oh, I'm sorry, blocks, you guys are number one because of AD and LeBron. LeBron chased down, so those are scary as hell. Don't forget JaVale and Dwight. Dwight. That's why you guys are number one. Hence why I said that. The, the only reason why, like, I'm, I'm hesitant on, you know, with, with the Clippers is the fact that you guys got, like, longer. You guys got longer. And, and with us, we got faster and we got better shooting, right? Bench, I think we got you guys on bench. Um, as far as coach, I think we got you guys on coach. Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel, not really a comparison, right? Um, but I'm not saying Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel is a great coach, right? No, he is. And, and I love Frank Vogel, you know? Um, he's able to take the Lakers to number one as his first season. I mean, that's pretty amazing, you know? Uh, and, and for LeBron to trust him, yeah. LeBron doesn't trust a that lot of coaches. Piece, yes. That was a big piece. Why do you think LeBron never really won more than one championship with Cleveland? It's because he didn't trust the coaches, except when Ty Lue came in, right? But we have a better coaching staff. And I think once it does gel together and playoffs do start, when things do slow down, I think we're more positioned to win the cup this year than any other year in Clipper history. That is my argument. All right. So I guess I'll go. I guess. Um, so I'm a, I'm obviously a Lakers fan, um, but I think the Clippers will actually beat the Lakers. So it's going to be a... I don't even know you anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> Deleting your number from my phone. Yeah. Um, Preach, dog. Yeah, just, I think if you think about both teams, they both have star power. Uh, they both have experience. Um, although they're going to slow down the game, I think depth is a big factor. Um, in winning a championship. Um, I think Kawhi's post-game performance, probably one of the best post-game performances I've seen um, in the NBA. Um, what is it? Uh, so 30 points per game, 9.2 rebounds, 4 assists. This is his career? Playoff stats? Yeah. Kawhi's. Just just him alone. I mean, that's just a crazy um, statistic. Um, I just, when I look at the Lakers right now, um, even from when they, before... Um, covid they're just they're just they just have size and one thing that they lacked was shooting um, and that's what i really really hated even going back on defense they're very slow compared to the clippers if, if clippers plays a fast-paced game um, they're a better shooting team then they're more likely to beat the lakers now if they suck at shooting then the lakers will end up winning um, i also think that tall players are more prone to get hurt a lot easier so I mean I think that's gonna play a big factor I know it's only you know eight games or whatever um, and then going into the, the playoffs but um, 
I just think overall, if you just look look at it, I think the Clippers will actually beat out the Lakers. I'm just I'm just gonna counteract uh, your statement right there. Um, <laughs> I, I can see your point. Okay, I'm not gonna discredit you, but when you say you know Kawhi, he's gonna be you know the, the dominant Kawhi in the po- in the postseason. I'm sure he'll show up because who who who's not gonna show up for like the, you know the, the the grandest stage in the NBA. However, this will be his first season as the alpha, as like the number one, playing on a team where they, he has three other ball players yeah. that want that ball. Only one ball. E- Eagles didn't come into play. It's already shown through cracks during the season with Montrez saying he wanted more touches. Calling out. Calling out some yeah. of his players, not directly, but throwing it out there. Now, obviously, you know, this is during the season, and then, you know, we had, you know, the break with the COVID breakout, and then now with the restart, I'm sure, you know, there's the camaraderie that's still there. You know, the coach is going to do what the coach does, make sure his, his, his players know their roles. But I think with the Lakers, those players already know their roles. They don't, they, there, there could be some headbutting at times during games, but at the end of the day and at the end of the game, Everyone knows their role. Yep. You're not going to see Jr. or Dion, who's who's going to be, you know, calling for the ball, saying pass it here. They don't have that luxury. They're not that type of player in this current stage. They're not that type of player, um, and they were brought in at the end of the season to really bring that shooting, as you mentioned, where the Lakers were lacking. Um, and then with LeBron, LeBron has already taken that step back, where he doesn't need to be scoring 25 points to win a game. However, can he still do it? Yeah, you can flip that switch and do it. But he is right now deferring to Anthony Davis so that Anthony Davis can eventually take over that team. Yes. Um, but I think in a half-court setting, yeah, you have the Clippers who can still, you know, whether if it's PG or Kawhi, you know, they're, they're masters at, at the two-ball right there with the mid-range game. But, you know, you, I mean, my opinion, of course, me being biased, uh, you feed Anthony Davis and who's going to stop him? Yeah, I mean, deciding factor, I think, who's – is if the Clippers are a better shooting team, if the Clippers end up shooting better, um, then the Clippers will win. Um, if they don't, then the Lakers will win because they have so much more size. So um, it's a great debate, and I think it's 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 going to be fun to watch. We never know. We we all had our dark courses, right? Like they yeah. those teams could also turn up. Like Dallas is scary. Utah is kind of a sleeper, yeah. right? And hey, no one's mentioned it yet. The Thunder can still make some noise. Yeah, I mean, you, you got Chris Paul, Danilo, Schroeder. You have Stephen Adams made in that five spot. I SGA, mean, SGA man, don't forget SGA. Yeah, SGA. You got Terry Stotts' team, y'all. Your former Clipper, SGA. He's having a breakout. He's turning it up. He could even be considered for most improved players. I love SGA, but you can't get on the Thunder again. Yeah, what we know about the NBA is we have seen upsets in history. We have, we have. So anything goes. We have. Yeah. So thank you all for participating in the West. Now the big debate. Um, Were you talking about the Nuggets upsetting the Sonics back in '96? Wow! Why gotta be savage? Sorry, like he that? said upset, no. so I, was, I had to say. Why gotta be a savage? Who posted, who posted that picture of like the WNBA having more of a record than the Clippers? Oh, what was that? Oh, that was me. Oh, that was you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just oh, yeah. put it out there. I just want to put it out there too, because you know I, I did say the Clippers. And <laughs> I was gonna say, man, sudden, you can't be uh, switching sparks. back and forth. He comes at me. The sparks. <laughs> All right, so more championships. So who wins a championship? Championship. That's, that's a, ma- a major thing. We have a few more minutes left. Um, who wins a championship? Um, no reason why. Just state the uh, the team that's going to mm-hmm. win. And Franco, you're Out of the Clippers and Bucks, right? Because that's what we voted for? No. No. Oh, no just, who wins a championship? Yeah. Just oh, in general. Lakers. Okay, Henry. Lakers. 
Obviously, the best LA team, Clippers. Oh my God! So best LA team is second Lakers, but I'm still going with Clippers. Um, so we know who uh, we're going with on this show. <laughs> hey, this wasn't this wasn't the uh, Kickspot NBA awards for teams. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we already we already did the NBA the Kickspot NBA awards, so we don't have to do that. Um, but uh, it, it, as far as for a conclusion, we are very excited about the NBA season yes, starting yes, and dying yes, to be God. able to watch we're even something. Watching it. We've been watching. <laughs> yeah, as we're doing this show, we're watching uh, the Houston uh, <laughs> and, and Dallas uh, play their game. So uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. For having us. Thank you. Cheers, fellas. Thank Thanks. Cheers. Yo, Here's cheers, my water. Yo. I know it's a sin. Oh no! Don't touch that. <laughs> and Kickspotters, we are out. Thank you for listening to Kickspot.